0: Hello and welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I am so glad that you are here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Never Bands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace, and merchandise for you and your family. And my website is www.move-forth.com. I am reading from the Founders Bible, which is an American, a new American Standard Bible that includes historical documents from the Founders era. You can get one at www.foundersbible.com if you would like. I am also following the five-day Bible reading plan, and you can download and print your copy today at www.5daybiblereading.com. This reading plan is done weekly, yet it gives room for you to catch up if you need to without feeling like you're falling behind. And that is absolutely something that I do not want you to even entertain the feelings of falling behind. I know that sometimes I get that feeling of overwhelm and that I'm falling behind, but please, 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 please hear me. Don't go there. That's not what this is about. If this is your first episode and you're just hearing about it, welcome. And you can either start here and go all the way to the end and go back to day one, or you can just go ahead and pause this here and go to day one now and get started. All we need to worry about is just nothing, honestly, because it's all good and it's all God. All right. I have never read the whole Bible, much less in a year, so I will not claim to be an expert because I absolutely am not. I just felt that I've been called to do this on my podcast and so here I am. I'm going to go ahead and apologize in advance to you if I mispronounce names, places, and landmarks. I know that I absolutely will do this and if there is something that I keep saying wrong that's really bothering you, please feel free to send me an email. I greatly appreciate the feedback because hey, I'm doing this with you too. For connection and community, please consider joining the Move Forth with Grace group on my website, where we can grow together this year in learning God's lessons. So today is day 17, and we will be reading Genesis 43 and 44, Psalm 24, and Galatians 1. Let's go ahead and begin. The Return to Egypt, chapter 43. Now the famine was severe in the land, so it came about, when they had finished eating the grain which they had brought from Egypt, that their father said to them, Go back, buy us a little food. Judah spoke to him, however, saying, The man solemnly warned us, You shall not see my face unless your brother is with you. If you send our brother with us, we will go down and buy you food. But if you do not send him, we will not go down, for the man said to us, you will not see my face unless your brother is with you. Then Israel said, Why did you treat me so badly by telling the man whether you still had another brother? But they said, The man questioned particularly about us and our relatives, saying, Is your father still alive? Have you another brother? So we answered his questions. Could we possibly know that he would say, Bring your brother down? Judas said to his father Israel, Send the lad with me, and we will arise and go, that we may live and not die, we as well as you and our little ones. I myself will be surety for him. You may hold me responsible for him. If I do not bring him back to you and set him before you, then let me bear the blame before you forever. For if we had not delayed, surely by now we could have returned twice. Then their father Israel said to them, If it must be so. Then do this, take some of the best products of the land in your bags and carry down to the man as a present a little balm and a little honey, aromatic gum and myrrh, pistachio nuts and almonds. Take double the money in your hand and take back in your hand the money that was returned in the mouth of your sacks. Perhaps it was a mistake. Take your brother also and arise, return to the man. And may God Almighty grant you compassion in the sight of the man, so that he will release to you your other brother and Benjamin. And as for me, if I am bereaved of my children, I am bereaved. So the men took this present, and they took double the money in their hand, and Benjamin, then they arose and went down to Egypt and stood before Joseph. Joseph sees Benjamin. When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to his house steward, Bring the men into the house, and slay any animal, and make ready for the men are to, are to dine with me at noon. So the man did as Joseph said, and brought the men to Joseph's house. Now the men were afraid, because they were brought to Joseph's house, and they said, It is because of the money that was returned in our sacks the first time that we are being brought in, that he may seek occasion against us, and fall upon us, and take us for slaves with our donkeys." So they came near to Joseph's house, steward, and spoke to him at the entrance of the house and said, O my Lord, we indeed came down the first time to buy food, and it came about when we came to the lodging place that we opened our sacks, and behold, each man's money was in the mouth of his sack, our money in full, so we have brought it back in our hand. We have also brought down other money in our hand to buy food, and do not know Who put our money in our sacks? He said, Be at ease. Do not be afraid. Your God and the God of your father has given you treasure in your sacks. I had your money. Then he brought Simeon out to them. Then the man brought the men into Joseph's house and gave them water, and they washed their feet, and he gave their donkeys fodder. So they prepared the present for Joseph's coming at noon, for they had heard that they were to eat a meal here. When Joseph came home, they brought into the house to him the present which was in their hand and bowed to the ground before him. Then he asked them about their welfare and said, Is your old father well, of whom you spoke? Is he still alive? They said, Your servant, our father, is well. He is still alive. They bowed down in homage. As he lifted his eyes and saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son, he said, Is this your youngest brother, of whom you spoke to me? And he said, May God be gracious to you, my son. Joseph hurried out, for he was deeply stirred over his brother, and he sought a place to weep, and he entered his chamber and wept there. Then he washed his face and came out, and he controlled himself and said, Serve the meal. So they served him by himself and them by themselves, and the Egyptians who ate with him by themselves, because the Egyptians could not eat bread with the Hebrews, for that is loathsome to the Egyptians." Now they were seated before him the firstborn according to his birthright and the youngest according to his youth and the men looked at one another in astonishment he took portions to them from his own table but Benjamin's portion was five times as much as many as as much as m- any of theirs so they feasted and drank freely with him the the brothers are brought back chapter 44 Then he commanded his house, steward saying, fill the men's sacks with food as much as they can carry and put each man's money in the mouth of his sack. Put my cup, the silver cup in the mouth of the sack of the youngest and his money for the grain. And he did as Joseph had told him. As soon as it was light, the men were sent away. They with their donkeys. They had just gone out of the city and were not far off. When Joseph said to his house, steward up, follow the men. And when you overtake them, say to them, Why have you repaid evil for good? Is not this the one from which my Lord drinks, and which he indeed uses for divination? You have done wrong in doing this. So he overtook them and spoke these words to them. They said to him, Why does my Lord speak such words as these? Far be it from your servants to do such a thing. Behold, the money which we found in the mouth of our sacks, we have brought back to you from the land of Canaan. How then could we steal silver or gold from your Lord's house? With whomever of your servants it is found, let him die, and we also will be my my Lord's slaves. So he said, Now let it also be according to your words, he with whom it is found shall be my slave, and the rest of you shall be innocent. Then they hurried, each man lowered his sack to the ground, and each man opened his sack. He searched, beginning with the oldest and ending with the youngest, and the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. Then they tore their clothes, and when each man loaded his donkey, they returned to the city. When Judah and his brothers came to Joseph's house, he was still there, and they fell to the ground before him. Joseph said to them, What is this deed that you have done? Do you not know? that such a man as I can indeed practice divination? So Judas said, What can we say to my Lord? What can we speak? And how can we justify ourselves? God has found out in the iniquity of your servants, Behold, we are my Lord's slaves, both we and the one in whose possessions the cup has been found. But he said, Far be it from me to do this. The man in whose possession the cup has been found, he shall be my slave; but as for you, go up in peace to your father. Then Judah approached him and said, "O oh my Lord, may your servant please speak a word with my Lord's ear and do not be an ang- and do not be angry with your servant, for you are equal to Pharaoh. My Lord asked his servants, saying, "Have you a father or a brother?" We said to my Lord. We have an old father and a little child of his old age. Now his brother is dead, so he alone is left of his mother, and his father loves him. Then you said to your servants, Bring him down to me, that I may set my eyes on him. But we said to my lord, The lad cannot leave his father, for if he should leave his father, his father would die. You said to your servants, however, Unless your youngest brother comes down with you, you will not see my face again. Thus it came about when we went up to your servant, my father. We told him the words of my Lord. Our father said, Go back, buy us a little food. But we said, We cannot go down. If our youngest brother is with us, then we will go down. For we cannot see the man's face unless your youngest brother is with us. Your servant, my father, said to us, You know that my wife bore me two sons, and the one went out from me, and I said, Surely he is torn in pieces, and I have not seen him since. If you take this one also from me, and harm befalls him, you will bring me gray hair down to Sheol in sorrow. Now, therefore, when I come to your servant, my father, and the lad is not with us since his life is bound up in the lad's life, When he sees that the lad is not with us, he will die. Thus your servants will bring the gray hair of your servant, our father, down to Sheol in sorrow. For your servant became surety for the lad to my father, saying, If I do not bring him back to you then, let me bear the blame before my father forever. Now therefore, please let your servant remain instead of the lad, a slave to my lord, and let the lad go up with his brothers. For how shall I go up to my father if the lad is not with me for fear that I see the evil that would overtake my father? Psalm 24 The King of Glory Entering Zion A Psalm of David The earth is the Lord's and all it contains, the world and those who dwell in it. For he has founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the rivers. Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord, and who may stand in his holy place? And who has clean hands and a pure heart? Who has not lifted up his soul to falsehood, and has not sworn deceitfully? He shall receive a blessing from the Lord, and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, even Jacob. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates, and lift them up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory glory. The letter of Paul to the Galatians. Introduction, chapter one, Paul, an apostle, not sent from men, nor through the agency of man, but through Jesus Christ and God, the father who raised him from the dead and all the brethren who are with me. To the churches of Galatia, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, so that he might rescue us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forever more. Amen. Perversion of the Gospel. I am amazed that you are so quickly deserting him who called you by the grace of Christ for a different gospel which is really not another, only there are some who are disturbing you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we, or an angel from heaven, should preach to you a gospel contrary to what we have preached to you, he is to be accursed. As we have said before, so I say again now, if any man is preaching to you a gospel contrary to what you received, he is to be accursed. For am I now seeking the favor of men or of God? Or am I striving to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. Paul defends his ministry. For I would have you know, brethren, that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man. For I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my former manner of life in Judaism, how I used to persecute the church of God beyond measure and tried to destroy it. And I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my contemporaries among my countrymen, being more extremely zealous for my ancestral traditions. But when God, who had set me apart even from my mother's womb and called me through his grace, was pleased to reveal his son in me, so that I might preach him among the Gentiles. I did not immediately consult with flesh and blood, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me, but I went away to Arabia and returned once more to Damascus. Then, three years later, I went up to Jerusalem to become acquainted with Cephas and stayed with him fifteen days. But I did not see any other of the apostles except James, the Lord's brother." Now in what I am writing to you, I assure you before God that I am not lying. Then I went into the regions of Syria and Cilicia. I was still unknown by sight to the churches of Judea, which were in Christ, but only they kept hearing, He who once persecuted us is now preaching the faith which he once tried to destroy, and they were glorifying God because of me. And that concludes our readings for today. If we could just take a moment and imagine all of the emotions that Joseph went through, <laughs> that would be pretty incredible to endure. And we felt his tears, right? And it's just really incredible to think about. And the story will still unfold, which is such a lovely story. And, of course, the praise, the song of praise to to the Lord in our psalm today. He is the king. He is the King of hosts, right? And m- may we never forget. The the king of glory may come in. And who is that? The Lord of hosts. He's the king of glory. And then in the beginning of Galatians, Paul, you know, just saying, listen, this is real. This is what I've been asked to do. And how wonderful we get to read his writing to the churches of Galatia and to spread the good news of Jesus. And that's what we're asked to do is to spread the good news. Even today, by choosing to follow Christ and to walk a life with Christ, we are asked to spread that good news. Not asked to spread what men think of it, but to look at it ourselves and to spread the good news from there from that place, from our own understanding and, and what we receive from those teachings. It's so very powerful. So let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this time together today in the great book from you. Thank you for your teachings. Thank you for showing us the examples and the models in your stories, the people of how they praised you, of how they trusted you no matter what, of how they served you, Lord, how they remained in an unwavering faith to you. Thank you. And in their times of suffering, how they turned to you, Lord. Thank you for showing us that so that we can also do that in our own lives. And thank you for showing us those in the New Testament, spreading the gospel so that we may be inspired to do that as well. Each day, just in conversations here and there, may we, may we be that salt and the light, Lord. May we flavor conversations. May we preserve generations to come, Lord. That's how we can be the salt of this earth. And may we, may we shine the light of Christ from our heart so that people can see it, so that we can be an example, dear Lord. And we say this in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for being here today. You're doing a great job. If you're enjoying this, please share it with someone in your life. Spread the good news. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.